Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's a lot to think about in your half gun section for Supercoach. The two top guys last year were clearly better than the others, but they both have early buys. So do you pick either one of them? Do you go for both of them? Do you pair them with someone who has a bit more of a favorable buy schedule? All the questions you need to ask yourself, but we will start off with Nico Hines. And we look at him coming in at 902.5K there, which is absolutely crazy considering how well he went last season, averaging 86. The big question mark is, can he do it again? Do you want your captain, which he probably would be if you popped him in your side there, as such a high score that could potentially lose a little bit because that 86 is so because that 86 is so high there. It's a really big question mark if he can do it again. He did have the highest average in the game last year. It was obviously the, the big captaincy option. These are all the great things we can see about him there. Stable, really good team. I can see them in that top four clearly again. Potentially no origin. The 18th man might kill us a little bit. Uh, I just don't think a lot changes, but can he be an absolute superstar again? And those uh, those first 12 games, he only gets four games at home, which they you know usually play a lot better at. And so does he. A lot of his big scores have come from that first 12 games. So can he do that at the beginning? Do you have enough coverage in round six if you captain him? And they have a pretty tough start to the draw. The first three games are pretty tough against against good teams. Can he come out and dominate like he has against lesser teams last year? You know, most of his hundreds were against some of those lesser teams. So can he come out and do it again? That is a big question mark that you know looms over his head. Nathan Cleary is your second guy. Obviously, he has an early buy as well in round three. Comes in at the 80 average with you know a couple of lower games last year and never really reached the heights that he did the few years prior. So there was very much less 100 games for him last year. I definitely think he can get back to that. He's been the top scorer for multiple years in a row, apart from when Tommy went absolutely nuts, averaging over 100 there. In a gun team, the main issue for them is just that maybe there's a little bit less direction with Appy Coruscant not being there. It's going to be a big, big void to fill for Mitch Kenny and Sonny Luke to come in and do a great job there at nine and really learn what they need to do. But I suppose the biggest role for them is getting in getting that ball out to Luai and clear really quickly so they can do a lot of the work and then sort of pick their moments to, to have a run for it from dummy half. And you know, with Sonny Luke being a little bit younger, I can see that 
you know, being a little bit more of a, a difficult issue for him. Mitch Kenny being a little bit older, a bit more experienced, I can see him getting into that role straight away. But, we, but it will be interesting to see how they both play this. They obviously lose Kikau on that left as well. So they go, do they go a little bit more right or do they stick to that left with guys like Garner or Hosking just coming in and trying to replicate what Kikau does? But obviously not being as big a body as Kikau, do they decide to do that, you know, go left as much or do they go right a little bit more to Cleary? They've got obviously Liam Martin who will be there after his injury return. You've then got Crichton and you've got Toto on that right side. So I think either way, they've got plenty of weapons. So I think, you know, Cleary's going to be that dominant guy again. Do you pick him over Hines being that 60K cheaper? Or do you go for Hines in this one? That's the big question mark to, to play. And again, very similar to the wing fullback video, the, sorry, the fullbacks video there. Do you pick two guns? Do you get one gun and a mid-ranger? Because there are a few options in this half position, which we'll get to a little bit later in the video. So Mitch Moses, he comes in at a 70 average. So, you know, 10 points less than Cleary and 16 less than Hines. So really with him, you're looking for really to use that cash elsewhere if you're going to pick Moses, because I don't see him having a lot of upside. I can see the Eels being an okay team, you know, very, you know, probably slightly under where they weren't last year. They obviously went to the grand final. So probably like a top six type of team, but can he get the amount of try assists that he got last year and tries and, you know, try contributions as well that he contributed last year there to get that 70 average or 75 there? Really, he's someone that has a consistent, really high attacking stats, and he's going to be a top four or five half, but... Do you look to start with him or do you pick him at some point, maybe through the middle of the year when yeah, they they have a buy in round 14. So do you pick him after that? Do you get him at sort of round six or seven and get him all the way through to round 14? There's a few question marks uh, surrounding the, the Eels because they have a pretty tough start to the draw and then hopefully a little bit easier through that middle period. And he's very much a streaky type of player. So it could, be, could play a role in your team at some point during the year. I think there. And I just don't think he has enough tackle, tackles and run meters to, to be a super-duper gun like the Clearies and the Hines. Jerome Hughes is number four on this list. So he comes in at 721K and didn't have as bad of a year super coach wise as we think he did because the year before, he only averaged, 70, he averaged 72, but he played a lot better personally and it felt like he was involved in a lot more. So COVID ball in 21 compared to this one here in 2022. Really didn't show a massive difference. So for Husey, I think that he could probably bounce back a little bit in terms of his actual play, whether that translates to Supercoach or not. I'm not exactly sure, but you should be able to see him hit somewhere around that 70 mark again this year. And very similar to Moses, it's going to be the question mark of when do you pick him up in your side? They have a buy in round nine, so potentially round 10 could be a good one through that origin period to, to plug and play there. Uh, but the Storm do have some uh, a few buys in that section there. It was you know speaking about guys like Harry Grant, who's obviously a great option, but from around nine to sort of around 19, 20 there, they have a lot of buys. There's origin in that as well. So Hughes won't fare as bad, but there's a bunch of games there that he will miss. So there's a few question marks around these types of players, but do you trade one of the top guns and bring in a Hughes or a Moses during that period uh, when they're not going to be playing in origin? Very interesting there. But the 13 tackles last year with three misses wasn't very good. Uh, I don't see much growth on top of that. He won't be a top two scorer. But definitely could be a top five scorer there as well. DCE, Daily Cherry Evans. So with him at 693, the average is 66 last year. He's usually a really amazing starter. He gets off to a flyer, even if the team's not going incredibly well. Be interesting to see what happens with, with Tommy if he comes back. Because if he's playing there, we saw what DCE was able to average. You know, 79 the previous year when Tommy did really well. So they're definitely connected together. Manly had a very rough end to the year last year losing all their games and his scoring obviously faltered as well. 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But I think that this year with Tommy back, I think that he can play a little bit better and probably has a little bit more value compared to the guys like Husey and Moses. I can see him hitting that sort of 72, anywhere between 70 and 72 across the year, but their buy in round two is obviously a bit of an issue and they need to improve as a team with Turbo being fit. So there's obviously a few things to think about with him and definitely an option at some point, maybe not from round one, just from that round two buy. Uh, we speak about Cleary and Hines and their issues with having an early buy, but round two is even worse. So that's that. Jamal Fogg, so we got him at 658k. The average is 62.5, is obviously solid for him. Does a little bit of everything. The goals is going to be lovely there that he gets uh, in an improved team. So maybe an extra goal a game could be ideal for him. But for me, I just can't see improvement. This, given this was his best average in Supercoach, I can see him probably hitting something similar. And with 62 not being a keeper type of average, I think that you can leave Foggs out of your side heading into round one here. But... They're going to be sold. They're going to buy in round eight. So get seven good rounds out of him and not going to play Origin. So potentially at some point, but from round one, I just don't see him as being a great option. Sean O'Sullivan. So he moves to the Dolphins. He obviously averaged really well in the game time that he got for Panthers last year when he got to play at seven. 62 averages there. Pros for him. It's really, it's his team now. So he's going to have to create a lot of the attacking stats, which is going to be great for Supercoach. The continuity there for him is going to be awesome. And you look at last year, when he did play with the Panthers, yes, it was a great team, but he was playing in majority of teams when uh, the team was decimated. Apart from when Cleary got suspended, other than that, he was playing in teams that were really no better than any other team. So really, the 62 average is, is going to be pretty fair. No origin is going to be cool. So I think he can watch on O'Sullivan to start. I really just don't think you can start with him. There's too many risks involved with a brand new team. And you know, do they have the points in them to be able to do really well? That's what just scares me with him. And we just have no idea how that, that team's going to go. So we can probably wait a little bit there. Okay, we're going to slot Sammy Walker into the guns as well. He sits in at 623K, average just under 60 there last year. So we saw a big improvement from him when he moved to the seven position. So half back there. So I'm personally seeing about a 65 to 70 average from him in a really good team. So the big issue for him is the three and a half missed tackles a game. But as a youngster, we all we see is a lot of the time they struggle being a bit smaller. He is a smaller guy in general and then, you know, thinner as a, as a smaller halfback there. But we've seen a lot of the halfbacks really develop their defensive game and become sort of a two, two and a half miss type of player. So that's going to be a couple of points in itself there. Uh, you know, missing missing that one or two less tackles a game and making them, for example. There's, you know, sort of three or four points potentially there in that one, which is going to be a great start. But we saw when he moved to seven, he was able to average around this mark. So really in a great team, I see him as being a great option. Just has to buy in round four. So do you plug in a Walker and a Heinz or Cleary and they all have a buy close together around three, four and six? 
do you pair Walker with someone who doesn't have a buy until a fair bit later? That's going to be the question mark there. So really for the guns, my top four there, I think Hines and Clear or top five, it's going to be Hines or Cleary, whichever one you want to pick there, I think it's going to do well. Cleary is probably a slightly better option given he is a bit cheaper in Supercoach here. We've got Sammy Walker. I think he's going to be a great option this year. We saw what he was able to do the year before. He was able to average fairly similar to this. And that was with him, without him improving into a more well-rounded halfback, which you saw in the back end of last year where he's able to average really well. So I can see him having the upside of a potential top five halfback in the game, in Supercoach, and you know, potentially in the, in the real NRL game as well, and can make you some money and score well. So having him at number two, clearly, clearly. And then we have Mitch Moses at number three. He's always super solid, so he has to be up there as a gun. Has around 14 by, so you can pick him up anywhere in the in the first sort of six or seven rounds, and you're going to get a good stretch out of him with no origin. And then DC, I see a little bit of value as well. Okay, we move to the value guys. The ones are a little bit, uh, a little bit more cheap, a little less expensive there. Lukey Brooks, so he comes in at 552, average of 52 and a half. So what we saw is some really nice scoring, to be honest with you. Uh, when with Pat Potty's left, I, I'm really going to be seeing somewhere around that high 50s for me is what, I, what I'm what i personally seeing, seeing him as. So maybe that five to 10 points of value at max there. Just having someone really strong to run off his left side is going to be great. Hopefully a bit of direction with Dewey in there as well and, and Api Coruscant, you know, Dewey being a little bit more of a permanent fixture in that sixth position. Brooks can kind of run his side. They'll switch between things a little bit, but look, Brooks is such a good runner of the footy. If he has some really strong outside backs on his left and he has Appy through the middle, Brooks can come through as well uh, as that little speedster coming in and, and finishing off tries that Appy can create. I can see Brooks averaging close to 60. So he's not going to be a terrible option, guys, but again, doesn't have that keeper upside. And we're just not exactly sure how he's going to fit uh, in this great team, how the Tigers are going to fit together. Are they going to improve? Are they going to be better? I'm not sure, and he's always been around that in those those 50s marks. So is there gun potential? I don't think so. Hastings is an interesting one. So he comes in at 546K, average 52 last year. The big win for him, this one, is I think that that right side's going to be really strong for the Knights if we're looking at it. So you got Braley back at nine, so he's going to be able to conduct things from there, which is going to be great. Hastings can get some early ball. He's got Frizzell on his right. He then has Dane Gagai and Dom Young. So really, really strong guys outside him who can finish as well. So either contributions or try assists or even being able to run the footy himself. Hastings is a super consistent runner of the footy. Runs over 100 meters a game for the most part. And it's his team now. So if he's back to full health with his toe, I can really see him doing really well. There's a little bit of contention at the moment as if he's going to kick goals or not. But if he is, he's clearly 60 plus. If he's not kicking goals, then maybe he's late 50s. But only thing I'm really worried about with him is it the fitness is there in terms of his toe, if he's able to kick, which we'll see in the trials, which will be good. And then how good that team's going to be. So are the Knights going to be decent at all? We move to the last two guys. Sean Johnson at 456K, super cheap, obviously, at 43 average there. Probably a, a few points of value with goal kicking. It looks like he's going to get. It is his team, and if the Warriors can play all right, he's obviously going to score pretty well. But my main question mark is if the Warriors can get to some decent heights and him being able to average somewhere in the 50s. For me, a little bit scary with the team. He's a bit risky with injuries, uh, and he came off a really bad year last year. So can he get back to some of the heights that he was playing before, or is he a little bit too old now um, yeah, to be able to get back to those heights? He's back home. He's got a couple of kids now, and yeah, doesn't have to worry about leaving New Zealand, which is great. So I think he's going to be happy back at home. Um, 
yeah, for his family, everything is going to sort of line up a little bit and he will improve. But how much of improvement? I don't think it's enough for it to be worth in your side. And last one, guys, Lockie Ilias there, 363K. The average is 34.6. For him, he really improved as the season went. He's in a good team. He's got a late buy. I really just think he's going to get more assists. You can see in the back end of the year, he started getting a little bit more involved in the attacking plays and was able to average a lot more than he was to start. He was very much a low teens, single digits type of player early on, a bunch of missed tackles and stuff like that as well. You can see at the 3.3 a game. He's not a big attacking player in general, so I wouldn't expect if he does take a leap, which we saw him take a leap in that second half of the season into the finals. If he does take a bigger leap, I can't see it being big enough for him to come into the side. And yes, he's position safe, but I can't see him averaging a 55, 60 type of player. Potentially a 45-ish to 50, and he could make a decent amount of money for you. But could you start with a player like this when there are other great options in the halfback position? You look at some of the guys in this value position, you could probably go, oh, yes, a bit more expensive, but I could take Johnson. I could take like Hastings and Brooks to go along with the guns. Whereas, you know, you could even just pick the two guns in Hines and, and Walker, Cleary and Walker, Hines and Cleary, a few people are going with as well. So bunch of question marks there. As if you even think you should take someone like Lockie Elias, and they have a tough draw to start. So I'd personally be avoiding for that reason because we're going to be needing attacking stats from him, which is different to fantasy where a lot of the base stats in terms of kicking and stuff is going to be helpful for him as well. But our number one important guy in this position is going to be Jackson Hastings, you guys. So unfortunately, there's no real cheapies in this position. The 5'8 position has Schuster, for example. But in this one, I think you need to go two guns or a gun and a, an emerging gun in Walker a gun and a, a mid-range type of guy like Hastings could be an option given he has a buy in round 10. Brooks, if you're interested in him as like a high 50s guy, but I think he is more likely to stay in that bracket than a lot of other guys there. But if you haven't uh, checked out the private group for those that are playing fantasy, it's uh, the best way to jump in there. There's plenty of prizes up for grabs, guys, plenty of merch. Uh, and if you're just here for the Supercoach content, then awesome. Click that subscribe button, guys. Hit that notification bell and you'll get plenty of uh, plenty of messages about uh yeah, the notifications there about the Supercoach videos. And yeah, if you'd like to try fantasy, that would be awesome as well. Hope you enjoyed that one, guys. We'll uh, finish off the rest of the positional analysis shortly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.